Hello and welcome to the 38th episode of the GochuCast, and today we have a pretty expansive topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about fantasy anime, which I feel is probably one of the more common types. Just because it's, it's such a broad... Just... Yeah, exactly. There's so many things that you can classify as fantasy. Yeah. Also, like, I mean, let's be honest, when you got the... Uh... You know, the world at your fingertips in terms of animating and, um, you know, constructing a story. I think fantasy and, like, those elements are, like, pretty easy to you know, people to gravitate towards in terms of creating a story. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially, it's, especially it's not surprising. anime, because you have... The thing with, like, making fantasy, mo like, live-action movies is you have to put sure. a lot into special effects and stuff like that to yeah. build your world. Uh it's not as easy as, you know, filming on the street of New York or something, but with animation, obviously, you can take yourself anywhere. And so that allows right. for a lot of different fantasy stories. Not a lot of them are bad. Uh, they're, they're good ones, of course. Like like every medium. Name every good one. <laughs> name every good one, yeah. Probably, that'd probably be easier than naming every bad one. That's That speaks a lot to <laughs> how many bad ones there might be out there. But... Um, I guess it's like a, like a, to me, it's like a low ceiling, low floor uh, genre. It's kind of yeah, hard to have a really bad fantasy that's not at least a little bit enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like there's very few fantasies that feel groundbreaking to me. What about ReZero, bro? I said very few, I didn't say none. <laughs> You don't have to call me out an example. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just, I know. But I just no, had to say I, it. I just had to say like, it. Actually, I think that there's such a large percentage of like the average fantasy, and most things fall somewhere in that. Uh, maybe. I guess it like depends on like what you would enjoy about those quote-unquote bad or like mediocre fantasies, right? Fantasy, like, well, I mean, shows, I think right? it's just fantasy. In, it's fantasy in general is very escapist. And okay. I think yeah. like that a lot. And it's also cool. Because it's like, oh, Pog of Power is in this one. And some of them, it might be like Dan Machi, for example. Isn't like a writing masterpiece or anything. But it's just mm -hmm. like, oh, cool dungeon with the, you know, fun power system to some degree. Even though it makes no sense most of the time. It's a very like soft magic system as opposed and, to yeah. anything. Pretty average characters, but they do the job and they don't fuck up monumentally but it's just it is what a fantasy is and it's does its best to not fuck it up and it's really popular for that by just saying you know we are a fantasy let's do the thing that fantasy readers want us to do yeah sense and i think the escapism thing is like um something that attracts like i mean obviously in a lot of cases, anime in general is like an escape for people. But uh, I think fantasy is definitely like I, I, I can still remember like being a kid and like, you know, you have a lot of like trouble at school or like whatever and like sit, sitting down and like reading a fantasy novel or something. It's like very easy to get engrossed yeah, in that. So okay. it's the same thing for anime. So maybe fantasy, more. Right, if it is the most escapist just because it's so different fundamentally. Yeah, detached from the real world. Our yep. world. Yeah. Yeah. If I watch a show about school, then, you know, I'm going to be thinking about that. So yeah. watch a show about superpowers. It's not easy to connect that to the world. So I get that. Um, 
I think like the the broadness of the category is like kind of like a, a, a weird place to start, but it's like, you know, we always talk about like how like my anime list and analyst have like these super broad categories where you have like shows that like you don't even think the genre applies, but they'll still have it. But like I feel like for fantasy, it's like, you know, there, there's like a kind of a threshold of like a certain amount of like supernatural or like non-worldly elements that appear, and it's like, yeah, it kind of is a fantasy if you think yeah. about it. So, like when when I look at the tags, uh, Pokemon is something yeah. that pops up, and it's like that's a good example of something that doesn't feel like it should but be it a is. fantasy, but when yeah, when you actually think about it, or look into it, yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess it applies. Yeah. I mean, again, there's an objective threshold, but it's like, yeah, I mean, come on, like, little freaking animals with, like, superpowers, it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think one of the things that, like, like, I was just looking through some of the, the, the quote-unquote fantasy shows, I mean, again, like, you know, some parts are weird, some parts are, you know, some of the shows not exactly, like, you'd think about fantasy, but, like, for example, Amagi Brilliant Park was, like, one I was thinking of, it's like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, fantasy characters but i think the story and like how the the main character goes about it with like they're humans it's like well i don't know kind of it's like there's certain parts of it like that like reflect the real world um even if like the the setting and the characters are kind of weird so that'd be like a just contemporary fantasy and just like the modern world with fantasy elements incorporated into it yeah that's a good term for it sure yeah I agree. Not just a good term. It is the it is the it, term. It is the term. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm, I'm not a literature Ur- expert, but fantasy. I, I, if you want to go down that road, <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think those are probably the ones that um, I think uh, the average person gravitate gravitates towards a lot, or the ones that are. You know, a little bit of real world, a little bit of fantasy, because it there's this part of the brain that even though you know, you know, Pokemon don't exist, it's like, okay, but what if I was, you know, walking home from school and there was just a Pikachu? The self-insert? I got you. Yeah. It's yeah, stuff like that's that. True. So it's like a little more self-inserty than like, obviously now fantasy is bridged in with isekais and stuff like that are all related and that's a completely different bridge of what the fantasy genre has now but i do think that you know part of that escapism for a lot of people is just the fact that it's like small changes a lot of times or it's like a humongous change yeah i got you i think um i was just looking actually uh, like some of the subgenres, and I, I guess that makes sense. There's like a you know a pretty big difference between like uh, just like certain aspects and like the entire world being like fake. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. Um, I think y- you like mentioned that you know a lot of people would like like the the aspect of like Pokemon, where like oh you're just walking down the street and you like see a Pikachu, and that's kind of true. I'm just wondering like you know in certain scenarios where it's like you know you talk about the escapism thing, but it's like if you go to an entirely different world, like imagining yourself in that entire, in that world where like everything is different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in those kinds of, th- those kinds of scenarios, I feel like that's also like, that can draw some people to it. Personally, I, I don't like those things. Cause like when things get like really weird, I get like, I don't know. I just like don't enjoy watching it as much. Um, but if I have something to connect with like my world, then, you know, mm-hmm. for me, I prefer that. But, 
you know, for some people they are like, you know, I don't want to think about, or I don't want to like have anything that looks like what, what I'm doing in real life. So that's more, you know, that mm. feeds into that escapism aspect of it. So yeah, I just different, me, different kinds. with fantasy in particular, one of my favorite things with fantasy and honestly, anything in general is world building and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which in the, you know, example of fantasy, obviously it's a very natural thing because if it's not going to be, you know, a contemporary fantasy, it's going to have an entirely new world with new laws, all those sorts of things. And I think those are the things for me that get me the most excited about the genre. Yeah. I think what I like most, like he said, uh, PK mentioned world building. I think it's much more interesting to get invested into a story in which you, uh, damn it's bad. Um, it's much more interesting to get invested into a story where you don't um, really know too much of what's going on. And so mm-hmm. you are learning. And so you invest yourself into that learning. And so you're not like just coasting through. You're paying attention to the detail and yeah. getting invested into this world. And yeah. That, that's what I makes... felt that so much with ReZero, like for example, like learning the rules of like, or I guess not rules, but like of Subaru's like, mechanic or whatever like that was like so interesting to me and you know him finding out about that stuff like as you go along like you as the watcher like finding out with him or like i mean i guess as the story progresses that was like really cool so but yeah i I agree with that that, like finding out certain aspects of the world as you like move along it's like it's it's a cool process to follow so yeah yeah and like with three zero especially it's like my favorite series because of just how much there is of course there's everything the anime has but we, like I probably mentioned the ReZero episode, all the like the web novel content is like there's just so much of it to the point where even the main story now almost feels like it's required basically to read. Not even feels like the current arc we're in. It, it's like almost required that you read something like the side stories or something like that. And mm. so there's just so it just has a lot of uh fuck what's the word um. It's escape. It's just it's escaping my brain right now. There's a lot I mean, of like uh, there's so layers? much for it to build on. Expansive, I guess. I don't know. There, yeah, sure. That, that's not the word I'm looking for, but okay. it's it's good. It's, it's probably a synonym. I don't know. I don't know why I can't think of the fucking word, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a very big story with a lot of uh, a lot of depth to it. And a lot of depth to the world. Like, there's in the side stories, they'll maybe like go to a country, and the author's like, "Yeah, we might not visit this in the main story," and so that you're getting a part of the world that you wouldn't get normally. And it's not even like you don't need it, but you have it, yeah. and it expands upon things. And so it's a, uh, it's very cool, and I like it. Something I like a lot. This is like one off topic into a very different type of uh, <laughs> content. For obvious reasons, but that's something I like about some of the older anime movies that used to come out, especially for shonens before the Demon Slayer wave happened, and now half of the shonens are just adapting their next arc as a movie. Yeah. Um, and you would have like the Dragon Ball movies and the One Piece movies and everything, and you know, it didn't matter whether the story happening was canon or not, but it'd be like, hey, let us show you this cool place or, like, these fun characters that you probably will barely meet, if at all, in the side story. The actual story. 
story. Yeah. And I don't know. I, like I, that, I know a lot of people yeah, don't, don't like know. those, but I liked that about those movies where it could take specific characters. And it's like, hey, we really can't have room. You know, uh, One Piece Film Red just came out. And this is a good example. You know, we can't really have room potentially in the story to show Uta. So here's a movie about her and some stuff. And people talk about, you know, how canon or not canon the events of that movie are. And that's not necessarily what's important to me in the context of, like, adding those side story contents to world building. Obviously, a lot of fantasy... Um, well, one, obviously, One Piece isn't a fantasy. I'm not bringing that up because of fantasy. It's just that's a good example. But uh, ReZero, it's the same thing. There's, I assume, I haven't read any of the side stories. But they're just places that you won't go. And so it's like, hey, this idea exists and it's fun. And so here's a story where you get to learn some, you know, things that could potentially be important in the universe. Yeah. In content that is canon, but maybe isn't exactly important. I don't know. Well, some it depends on what side story, I guess. Yeah, a lot yeah. of most of the side stories are canon, and they go into depth on characters. Maybe you don't get to spend as much time with because obviously you're following Subaru as the main character, uh, and there's mm -hmm. like obviously other characters that you might like get a peek in at some point, but he's the main person you're following. Uh, but with like the what if stories, especially, are not canon, but they show a part of the world, and like there are some characters that are like appear in like the what if stuff. And they'll they'll never make it into the main story probably. Uh, like there's a pretty well known well known character that appears in a few of the the what ifs that I think the author like explicitly said like yeah no he's not going to appear in any of the uh, the main content but he appears through multiple side stories and so that's like just an interesting piece of world building like this is someone who is like powerful and can be involved but they're just not because of how the real like structure of the world is taking place instead of these side stories. I think the side story thing can be good. Just sometimes it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like it can be done poorly, I guess. Fair, I, I think yeah. the point isn't necessary, necessarily that like, oh, things should have more side stories, but it's just yeah. talking about how uh, side stories can be used and have been used in a lot of stuff yeah. to expand a lot of those things that people like about fantasies further. True. Yeah. Yes, I agree. The genre like caters, I mean, if the if the story is like expansive enough, you have you could you're afforded the ability to you know expand it for with side stories. Yeah, I agree. With that. I think um, typically ReZero, at least I think in Arc Seven, it has maybe not. I don't know for sure, but I think it includes the side stories that you need to read. Like instead of like you have to go to the the web novel site and read those or whatever, you like they'll be included with the light novel volume they matter for. As like an epilogue chapter or something. Mm -hmm. It is like a bonus of some kind. Maybe like it'll appear in the novel before it's useful or like it'll give context to something that happened. Because obviously like there's yeah, it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. That's that kind of that at least it's like thought it out to the point where it, you have access. Yeah, and then other times we get stuff like, oh yeah, by the way, this uh, extremely important piece of lore is in the Isekai Quartet movie. <laughs> The one that's uh, not viewable by most of the world. It's on sites. I just haven't now? watched. I just haven't watched it. Oh, okay. It's on sites. Okay. 
It's floating around. It's in the Fair. water. That is that's one way to put it. Um, I think uh, one of the things when I was looking through also like with uh, fantasy, um, like through my list, um, it's like I think like you mentioned the world building, but like I think the world itself is like also there's like different directions you can take um that i really like um like i mean i mentioned the show like a bunch of times just because i really like it like a lot uh so like nagino asakara the one where they're like in the sea and stuff like i think that part uh, that show like does like the, the fantasy like the how should i say it? like the juxtaposition between like the life on land which is like close to what we have in real life mm-hmm. brings like the life in the sea which is not far away but it's like you know, there's different elements. And I think like that aspect, regardless of how much like lore or whatever you know about the world or anything like that, it's like the world itself is so just like, I don't want to say unique. I'm sure there are a lot of like ones that are about under, underwater life, but like uh, it's a good, it, it was just a good choice and it works for that show. And I think like the elements of the world are also like really important to like how good a fan. Like think about like, I mean, okay, very and that topical, I guess, be... for tournaments. Like Harry Potter, right? Like the, the the idea of like a magic school, right? Like that was like that's like very attractive to like kids and stuff who read those books, right? So like you know that that itself, like the world itself, is like so important in my opinion. Yeah, current events, yeah, so a little like bit controversy. That, uh, yeah, yeah, like no, that I, 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 I <laughs> stuff like that to me is interesting because if I'm not mistaken, there's no like uh, biological change with humans in that right but uh you have like a you have like an dead. outer skin that lets you breathe underwater that's like it, i guess like okay the people who live undersea or underwater because i don't know i do think it's interesting sometimes because obviously re-zero being a base example we've talked about a lot has changes to the world but also changes to the beings that live in it and so there mm-hmm. is this interesting genre of uh the fantasies that doesn't get done too often because it's a little difficult where more or less it's uh the world has changed greatly but instead it kind of shows like an alternate version of like the same base human but in that okay. world is there a niche for that uh, i don't i there probably is i wouldn't know okay it. i I, had, so, like, I wouldn't say there's yeah. a specific name for, like if it's just like fantasy world but like without the it's just base humans or something like that oh yeah that's sure. just okay, yeah, yeah, it's like base yeah. human so you know how like in uh Dr. Stone, for example, it's they go to the future and then there's the people mm-hmm. that have survived and they're just like normal humans who have just happened yeah. to like Be survive throughout the years. Yeah, exactly. It's like that idea. There's a, a show this season airing called uh, Kind of the Great Snow Sea and it has a little bit of that where it's this like crazy world that, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to be based off of Earth and like some evolution of like the progression of earth or if it's just an entirely different world in general but it's like this as it said in the title giant snow sea and then there's a dome over the sea and so mm. you know characters are living on the dome and then there's also characters living at the base of the world tree that's in the sea and all this type of stuff is going on but at its core it's also just like normal humans doing the whole thing this and is like, like that that I don't know CGI or 3D, whatever it may be, right? Yeah, this is the 3D. Yeah, 3D. Yeah, not CGI. 3D, 3D. Yeah, I, I remember you talking about that. It's really interesting. Uh, 
it's really interesting the fact that it seems like it's taking the approach of like you know through some some method or another this like drastically different world still is inhabited by just like the normal everyday human that we know yeah i'd say it's just that's just normal fantasy oh there'd have to be like some really niche term if there is but um uh there's like a, there's like a low fantasy and high fantasy um i mean the difference i guess is like more on the scale but like a low fantasy is a fantasy that takes place in the real world or something very like the real world and includes magical or supernatural elements. Yeah, so those is, are usually... I mean, it's somewhat similar. The, I mean, those elements yeah. may manifest itself in different ways, but that's it's pretty much it, right? So Yeah, those are going to be a lot of those, like, oh, you know, I stumbled upon a hidden magical society or things like that, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like you could the, like, uh, kind of classic, bring that in with, like, urban fantasy, shonen. but yeah, just more shonen, expansive. And then I assume high fantasy by that logic would be that's like the, the world the like typical Lord fantasy, like elves yeah. and the Lord of the Elves, the Rings is a good example. Yeah. And of course, you also have like, um, like Re Zero. Expat mentioned it earlier when I was trying to think of a word, but he said the word epic, which is technically not too far off from what I was thinking, I guess. But usually, that's like in terms of the length. So Re Zero is, yes. lo- is a long motherfucker, and so that would be obviously like an epic fantasy. Re Zero is definitely long enough to be called an epic. Oh, easily. Yeah. It's going to have like 50 novels by the time it's done. It's definitely an epic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Even if they're not as like long as like the typical fantasy novel, but the, the sheer amount of them will overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's not, they're not long by like English word standards, but like in like Japan, obviously, like the way they have their books printed and stuff, they're bigger in terms of page count, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say epic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's more about the, the, I guess the scale of the story and like yeah yeah like physical length I guess but yeah so I don't know that's just kind of a thought that I had because to me there's almost these two different uh, bridges that fantasies can take which is alteration of the world or alteration Mm -hmm. of the people in it I'm trying to think of something that is like I guess secret societies would be the example but something that would be just entirely uh entirely the world has not changed but instead the people have uh, the people so like they've transformed yeah, in some way is that what you're saying yeah yeah it's like it's just earth but with different yeah which i mean i guess like i said oh uh, there's like so many examples like, that i just cannot think yeah. of them right now but I like i know like, what you're talking about like, like, I mean, like you could look Doka, at like percy Doka's jackson technically that that right like, okay that's a good one yeah yeah Okay, but Percy Jackson also like has, like, has don't like, they have, like mythology and stuff. But... I mean, when I yeah. when I say like the secret society thing too, I'm thinking of like the Yu Hakusho's and the Bleaches. Okay, sure. Percy Jackson is in that same vein, even though obviously it's not an anime. Yeah, where it's, uh... <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I was just like I'm trying to think like normal <laughs> world fantasy stuff, which like no, I like most fa- like what's it called shonens are like Jujutsu Kaisen has like secret society or whatever. And they have all these superpowers versus the curses and stuff. Though that involves more than just humans. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, one of the fantasy genres that I found that I didn't like, maybe I'm just missing something. Um, okay, and I know what everyone's response will be, and I think this is different, though. So portal fantasy, a fantasy where characters travel from the real world into a fictional fantasy world. 
But then they go back, right? And they return to the real world greatly changed by their experience. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Because it's like Isekai, okay, great, you go to like a different world, but like, do you come back? In a lot of cases, no, I right? I mean, so, uh, video games think. are one example of this. Stuff like Bofuri. Okay. She's I, game. I don't know if I... Like, Annalise has Bofuri down as a fantasy. I kind no, of no, refuse. I know. Okay, but, yeah, I mean... I'm just yeah. as an example. Yeah. But, From, screw, screw the analyst definitions. They're clowny. Uh, <laughs> they're isn't cool. the Isakai Uncle show? Oh, he, yeah. Like uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uncle Isakai or whatever. He does, co- like, it's about him after he comes back or whatever. So, mm. yeah, that's that whole oh, thing. Okay. okay, that's interesting. And I, something I, with the uh, normal people that is a fantasy world that I forgot to. I'm looking through my list now and I probably should have done that earlier, but uh, Railgun's world. Or the the index world, I guess, Toaru in general. Um, that is a completely like there. There's I guess there's two sides to it. There's the magic and there's the scientific side. Uh, but both of them have like supernatural abilities, obviously. But none of them are like demons or anything. Uh, it's like magic and science combined, kind of thing for a fantasy world overall. But it's still just yeah. I guess Earth. there's like the secret society thing, but there's also like I I think Portal's probably a little different. I mean, it may apply, but it's like I guess it's like you stay there for an extended period of time and then go back and then do something with it. Like I mean, it's, the examples that they give are like Alice in Wonderland and like Peter Pan, but like I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't feel like anime I has guess, too many of those. Yeah, I, I feel like it's less common for sure. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, sword art. Doesn't I was gonna say sort of, but I, I didn't. I didn't know if that was. I guess like... sword art doesn't do a ton in the real world, really, compared to yeah. what I would think the spirit of what you're saying would do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it, I think it has to be like extended periods of both, somewhat. Princess uh, Connect is actually a funny. Uh, they never funny, go not back, the, really, not though. The, not the anime. It's. Uh, the game stories is kind of a funny one to think of in connection to this, especially with the, the current newest content in JP. But, um, I'm a little far from that. I'm not gonna, I really don't want to pick up like the JP game, like even if like global dies, because I just don't want to like mm-hmm. skip everything. And I would have to do that, obviously, if I just picked up the game where it is. So until global yeah. dies, I will play the game. It's interesting. I mean, Act 2 will start... Uh, I don't think Act 2, they ever really go back into anything. Nor do I want to spoil if they do. Because um, I haven't read that much of Act 2 to tell you like, one way or another anything that really happens. I just kind of know the cliff note. Yeah. But um, it, it definitely... The story in the games deals a lot at various times with like the importance and the impacts of how the game events are affecting the real world. Yeah. And I I don't know from the little bit I know of the Act 3 story for it, it sounds like it's really gearing up to like get really into the ramifications of the the real world effects of it. Ooh, okay. So that's kind of one that could be interesting. When that story is written, to look at in that vein, yeah, like when you go to like the 
fantasy world or whatever, like if it affects the real world. That's also like an interesting thing that I feel like I've probably read some books or something that does something similar, but like I, I can't really like mm-hmm. think of one. see so much of the opposite, like people with real world knowledge affecting the fantasy game. True, yeah. Yeah, that's the, true. The closest like, I could even think of for anime is fucking Outbreak Company, which is about uh it's basically so this guy he signs up for like a Japanese government program or whatever because mm-hmm. they want they want a big weeb and he's like I'm the guy and he so he signs up for it <laughs> and they take it they found a, the Japanese government found a portal to another world and so their plan to take over this world is not through like military conquest but they taint the fantasy population with Japanese like weeb culture <laughs> and so that's their colonization plan or whatever and right. so. I guess that like technically has like some like real world ramifications or whatever because they're trying to get the resources and stuff. Um, and I guess that that is an isekai where the main character does go back sometimes because they're the port you can go back and forth between the portal. So there is that is one isekai he goes they can go back. Yeah, it sucks though. It's <laughs> <laughs> another funny thing that passed my mind. This is an interesting premise. Yu Gi Oh GX. Specifically, GX, uh, because that <sighs> dealt with all the spirits in. The oh, sure, yeah. I mean, all that. Yeah, it's, it's two worlds. They're both kind of fantasies. Kind so. of funny. Yeah, I thought back to me playing the DS game with my jelly bean heroic spe- or not heroic. Spe- oh, like oh, yeah, bean. yeah. I love the DS. Uh, I played the game games so partner. much. So. The, yeah, some of those games were really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I brought it up earlier with the uh, Bofri, but I do think it's kind of fun also when uh, I, I this is a hot topic for a lot of people I've seen when it comes up, but I enjoy when a fantasy story that's based in video games is like, okay, let's have video game stats and shit like that. Oh, and I, there's like a I, numerical I, aspect to it. A lot of people hate it. I, I despise know. it. I, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's just weird. Save video game for the video game. I think it depends, right? Like, uh, reincarnating as a sword had no real reason to have levels or anything in it. Like, I think it works in, like, Don Machi's world or whatever, because it's not, like, video game stats. It, it's, like, kind of how they refer to the shit on their back or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, levels in that sense make are fine, and you're not, like, grinding levels. Like, it's very difficult to go up. It's basically just a tier system. As opposed to like just straight up level, um, and so that's like the one time I think I've ever looked at it, the game stuff in like an actual fantasy world, and been like, yeah, that makes sense. Because then you have stuff like, uh, like the fucking farm, not isekai from last season that I despised or whatever with the shitty CGI. I <laughs> yeah, it had levels in it, um, because that was like the whole like he maxed out his farming levels. And so he got like a new skill for Max Nano's farming. They just fucking raised the ever living fuck out of his attack stat for no reason. Uh, and so, yeah, basically that. And I'm sure there's, I guess, like one other thing that makes sense is standing on a million lives. It's very, that, oh, that's another fucking Isekai they come back from, the Isekai. Because their task or whatever is they're going through this world and they, I don't know if I, I'd say levels. But um, every time they go in, they have a task, and they have to complete that task or they die. 
Um, and each time they complete it, they get a new person. Uh, but I think like the next task gets harder when they go in. Um, I can't remember all the details. It's been a while since I watched it and it was pretty mid, but this conversation uh, just reminded me of how cool the concept of plunderer plund- is. Okay, yeah, plunder is a very cool world. Uh, I'll get to that in a second, I guess. Uh, but with Saint on a million lives, they, there's like a, a God dude who has like half a face and he's like the game master basically. And so it, I can like kind of excuse like the class system and the levels and stuff because there's like something behind it that is like in fronting like in front of us um but generally it's kind of uh kind of wacky but yeah plunder i think is a bit different from like the the game in a sense because it's not really like a level system or anything it's called it's just like your count and everyone's born with one and like whenever you do something in benefit to your count you get a plus one like let's say your count is walk 10 paces east and you go 10 paces east congratulations you gain one but when you do something detrimental like walk 10 paces west then you get like a minus one and if you hit zero you get sent to the shadow realm basically and so it's definitely it's a great and interesting world concept and there are some other things like uh there's like a little ball or there's like different balls called like i don't remember how many there are but they're like lottery and they give you like a fucking massive stat to your count and your count is like your status in the world if you have like 10 billion count you're the you're the god of that world basically and no one can really defy you so it's like uh it's a very interesting world really shitty characters and so it kind of ruined the entire thing it was just kind of a random thought it's also probably something i would say is at least to some degree fantasy um uh, it's definitely fan- a fantasy world it's a uh, mm-hmm. it's also a little more complicated than that but it's there's a lot to it it's a really interesting world that was just uh did not have a good writer behind that world unfortunately fair enough um one I like not to go into like every single subgenre or anything, but it's just interesting mm-hmm. to see because like I'm looking at like all these like books and like movies and stuff I've seen, but it's like hard to get the anime parallel. Just, I mean they're different, you know, forms of media, so whatever. But like dystopian uh you know, fantasy and stuff like that. I'm not sure, you know, something like like for books like for example, I could tell you like Fahrenheit four fifty one or something like that, right? Yeah. But like dystopian fantasy or like that kind of stuff. It's also like, you know, defining it. I mean, it has an obvious definition, but it's like hard to connect it with like anime shows. I don't know if there's anything like, I'm sure there is, but like, I can't think yeah. of like anything off the top of my head. It's just, it's just kind of a genre that I assume is like probably less uh, common in anime, but that's like something that I thought thought of that's like, I feel like I haven't, you know, heard of anything like this. Yeah, there are a lot of but I think there is, American sure. dystopian ones that I can think of. I don't know how uh-huh. like, like 1984 is probably the most like famous sure, dystopian yeah. future one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or the flies, I guess. Like, I don't know I if know. I call it a dystopian. Yeah. That's just like a it's a social experiment, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not sure, really like yeah. a dystopian future or anything. It's just like what would happen. Yeah, I mean, if, it doesn't say it to be a future. Right? I guess it's like, it's like a, a commentary on certain guess, things. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yep. But. And I guess like the authenticity of like what would actually happen is extremely questionable in that situation. But obviously they got people thinking. But uh, yeah, 
I don't know if I could like think too hard on that because especially for like stuff I read in school, I didn't give a shit. Uh, school definitely killed reading for me, and so I definitely was more. <laughs> I, feel that, I, feel I was that. more monkey back in school and reading things. Uh, and a lot of the time, like especially like for book reports. Oh my god, if it was uh, if we spark got notes, any spark noters? Fuck spark notes. If if we just had to do like uh, if we like had to read a book or whatever, and we weren't gonna like take a test on it or anything, we just had to like mm-hmm. write a report. I would write or I would read just enough to answer my report. <laughs> in I've done that. good I've enough that. detail and so there were definitely times when i would just skip to a random part of the book and just be like does this look like you could help me with this question okay i've done that and too like, oh my gosh scan yeah. through it and it looked useful be like all right that's gonna be my example i'm gonna talk about yeah but like in in junior year i read uh i think junior year is the one time i ever enjoyed a book but i also did not uh did not mean i decided to read all the other ones I did not read, I don't remember, I don't know what the fucking book stuff. So I, I was like really excited. He's like, okay, I'm going to let you all choose your book. And I'm like, yes, let's fucking go. And then he's like, but, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh God. And he added like 10,000 different stipulations as to like what we could choose as a book. And so it oh, went from yeah, choose your own book to that. choose a book within these specific like specifications. Uh, and so it had to be like within the like past five years it had to release, couldn't have a movie, uh, had to be X amount of pages at least. And all this other bullshit. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck. Uh, and so I picked up some random ass book and I read 80 pages and I wrote my entire report based on those 80 pages. And so. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And then I think. Uh, with, yeah. yeah kind of like the same thing in senior year. I did it a couple times. I read 80 pages of a book. I actually really liked the first book form, but I was so fucking done with reading it at that point in my life that um, I read 80 pages, wrote my report or whatever. Because you know, in your in your report, you don't you don't spoil the ending of the book. Like you got to read to find out what happens, you know. So you yeah. don't have to go into detail on the the uh, ending or anything. Uh, there was oh yeah, it was because we had summer reading, whatever bullshit. Summer reading's the dumbest oh, shit on the planet. Yeah. Fuck oh, summer yeah, reading. If I want to if I want to read over the summer, I'll fucking do it. Don't make me do it. Especially don't make me read <laughs> two because I'm gonna get done with one. I'm definitely not gonna care about the other, which is what happened. Uh, so I read fifty pages of that. And I'm like, well. I'm sure I, I understand enough about this book that I can take the test on it, and I did. <laughs> I, I got, I got like an eighty something on that, but that that was with reading fifty pages of like a fucking three hundred page book, and I'm like, all right. Nowadays, yeah, I've like I've discovered that I read fast as shit because uh, one day, once again in senior year, senior year, I discovered a lot about my reading capabilities. Um, but. Uh, mm-hmm. So I didn't realize we had to read like uh, we had a reading assignment. We just started a book or whatever, and we had to read page like one to seventy four, and we were gonna have mm-hmm. a, a, a like a detailed quiz on it that day. I'm like, fuck, 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 and so I'm like, I forgot my book too, and so I, I look at my friend I'm like, give me your book. And he's like, what? I'm gonna read that. I'm like, I'm gonna read this shit, and in five minutes, the teacher was like collecting or she was handing back papers to people, and it's yeah. like five minutes. Five minutes, read 74 pages, fucking aced the quiz. It was the most insane insane. moment of my life. I know, I was insane. That's that's my proudest moment of all times. The fucking absolute (laughs) speed run of that reading. And so... Where the fuck? How did this even start? Where the fuck am I going with this? I'm just speaking speaking words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about school books. Yeah, yeah, like most fantasy books, I just, like, did not really enjoy reading, like, in high school and stuff. 
But like this dystopian, those kinds of stuff, they kind of stuck with me. Not that I necessarily like them, but like, I don't know, I guess as you mature, maybe you, you start to think about that or those kinds of aspects and things like that. So that's why it kind of popped into my head. Um, nowadays, I just read nonfiction. I'm not, I'm not reading any, any fantasy books. I'll consume that through, uh, through images of images or whatever, you know, anime, movies, all that stuff. Um, I'd rather do that than read fantasy. It just doesn't, it doesn't hit the scene, you know, so. I'll probably read like some fantasy stuff eventually, like outside of like the light novel fucking anime like experience or whatever. Sure. Cause definitely yeah. like American novels are definitely different in terms of for sure, for sure. Like especially the length specifically, but uh mm-hmm. I still definitely enjoy seeing the fantasy elements like pictured. Uh that's why I love uh Wandering Witch and uh Summer in the Forest Spirit so much, because they have such like vibrant and like unique worlds. And you're constantly mm-hmm. seeing more and more of them. And it's something interesting with like Mishoku Tensei as well. You're just constantly seeing a bunch of the world. And so the more of that world I see, the more I fall in love with the show, basically. Uh, it just, yeah. It's just an intrigue where uh, yeah. nothing's ever... That's why I fucking hated Orient, because it's just red rocks everywhere. <laughs> and so... Right. I, and I'm like, ooh, like what, oh, where are we going this episode? Oh, we're going to coordinate point B on the fucking Red Rock continent. And so I had no... I had absolutely nothing to look at. There's like one point in the whole series, they're not on a fucking Red Rock. And they left, yeah, they left it after that. like 10 minutes. Dude, this is like a... Such a I like never a, remember you tagging oh, this, actually. When that episode of Orient happened, and I think I remember you saying, oh, they're finally not just on rocks in the desert, and then 10 minutes later, you <laughs> oh tag on, and they're like, they fucking left. I they, hate they were. I'm like, oh my god, a jungle, the holy shit, and then like, they, the episode ends, and like, next episode's like, alright, we're leaving the jungle. I'm like, no, 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 back to the no, rocks. no, no, do not do that. I fucking hated Orient at that point anyway, but like, I would have not hated as much if they would have just like, stayed away from the rocks. Okay. I mean, yeah. Tell me, Moggy is more interesting than Red Rocks in terms of fantasy, or else I'm not watching it. I think it is, but I also uh, I haven't watched Orient, so and I don't like I haven't like thought about it in the same sense. But uh, how do I put it? I think Moggy does decent world building, but I also don't think world building is a core. Uh, I don't need like a masterpiece. I just need yeah, difference. Yeah. I just need more. Scenic, scenic diversity than like Planet Namek. I mean, Magi certainly will be better yeah. in terms of scenery. I could think of at least like four different places they go that are pretty. I don't want to say diverse because you've seen every background there possibly could be, probably. But uh, like it never bothered me in the same sense that I think it would have if it was as bad as you make Orient sound. It's just like it's one of those things like you don't think about usually in anime, but when it's like so, but when it's really bad, all of a yeah. Sudden, but when it's like oh, Planet Namek is just it's literally green grass, these like circular fucking tree, the fucking tropical trees from the Lorax, and then uh, water everywhere, and you get like a visual village every now and then. It's like a fucking Pokemon open world. That's like the only is Legends Arceus. That is that is what Orient is, except there's no different areas. It's just the first area. And yeah. S- yeah, I don't know. It's the only yeah. way I could explain it. It's Legends Arceus. It's, it's just Legends Arceus, except instead of green grass, it's red rocks. 
Okay, this is like the one like spatula moment or whatever you want to call it for when it comes for, to me uh, like reading versus watching. I have such a tough time remembering characters' names. I distinctly remember. Um, do you know that uh, the fantasy um, series is called like Aragon or something? You, yeah. you remember this? Oh, like, right, yeah, yeah. I could not. I started reading. I was like 300 pages in. I could not remember anybody's name because they all have these like weird names. And like with 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 you know watching a show or anything or a movie or something, I could like at least put a face to it. Like, oh, you're that guy. You're that guy. I cannot remember names that they're weird. They, made, they did make an Aragon movie. It was really okay, great. Bad. You know what? Maybe and, maybe it's time uh, to watch that because I cannot no. read that book. Everybody's like, oh my god, this is so yeah, great. I'm I like, think okay, I, I want I'd to love watch to appreciate it. it, but I don't know who this is. This is character number thirty-one, and I don't know what movie you want. The movie probably wasn't that bad if you didn't read the books, but for people who read the books, it was like just a total like shitting on all of the fans type yeah. movie i just i don't yeah, remember I mean... anything about it because i think uh, i was on vacation or whatever and huh. we i was like flipping through the tv as a little like, a kid i'm like what the fuck do i want to watch there's nothing on this t- fucking hotel nothing on the hotel television worth my time and my mom's like uh, she saw Aragon. and she's like oh that's a good movie you should wait for that to come on in like a few minutes i'm like okay I don't remember anything about it, so obviously it didn't leave much of an impression. It wasn't, yeah. Or not a good movie. She's like, oh, I know that. Uh, I know that series or whatever. You'll probably like it. I don't That's think she fair. knew the I movie like would be I what would it is. Do that. I feel like I would do that to my kids if I saw anything to distract them and just be like, "Ooh, this is pretty good. You should do that." Yeah, yeah I'm if just they gonna... see Orient, you can tell them to watch it. <laughs> if I see my kid watching Orient, they're getting disowned. <laughs> oh no! I can't. Uh, see, I That's watch. Serious. I watch all the, the 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 dark shit so I can like protect my child from. Anything that I, I can like sense oh, okay, when something's okay. so bad. This is your preparation. Yeah, this, so you can filter like weed out the. Uh, th- this the is bad. what happens when they they're finally tall enough to open the office door and they see all my shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they find the secret podcast logs. That, <laughs> yeah, all the unaired episodes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the I'll leave the podcast forever, but I will not. Uh, I had like old videos on my YouTube channel from like fifth grade or whatever. And it was Ooh. it was recently. It was like maybe like a, mu- a couple months ago. I'm, I sit down. I'm like, let me watch one of these videos. They can't be that. They can't be that bad, right? Just a little yeah. bit, a little bit of nostalgia. I was like, ten seconds in. I'm like, you know what? They're gone. Deleting all of them. Fuck my memories. I don't care. <laughs> I feel that. I feel yeah. that. They were they were unlisted, of course, because I'm not that stupid. Uh, I still just leave them. But oh, I, 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 I was I, stupid. I put yeah. mine public, bro. I, I thought I wanted to leave. Leave them on there just for the memories. I'm like, no, they, they gotta go. This Watch is like a dark like, past. No, this doesn't need to exist. I mean, I, that happens with like everything creation wise too. Like two, two, three years from now, we're gonna look back on these early podcast episodes and be like, wow, we kind of sucked, huh? And it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It'll. It's just like that's a natural progression when you create I things. Hope like as people mature. Okay, I shouldn't say mature. That sounds like really like. I don't know, not conceited, but it's like, it's like, no, you it's know, fine. all the cringe things you've done in life are like, you know, it's just like, it just happened. Like, it's, it just, doesn't, it's like, character development. Yeah, it's character. There you go. All right. <laughs> Bringing in the, uh, the literature, liter- literary devices or whatever. Yeah it's, yeah. it's character development, bro. That's what it is. I mean, for that's, like, that's how I look at it now. I'm, I'm tired of like cringing it, you know, stuff I did in high school. That's or why I hate you know, it, it happened. when yeah. people break in, like, like one, there's one time fucking, uh, you know who Sky Jackson is? There, yeah, yeah there's well, there one time she's like, all right, guys, send me people doing racist stuff. I'm going to expose them. And someone sent them, like, uh, it was like two, it was like 
two kids saying like the n-word or something like a comment instagram comment section when they were like 12 or something which yeah. obviously is like it's stupid but it was like x amount of years ago or whatever from that point yeah uh and so it wasn't like recent or anything uh and they've probably grown up from that just a year can make such a difference like i don't think well, people realize like, looking I back laugh. I laugh at like people exposing the old tweets every year when the NFL and the NBA drafts happen because it's like kind of funny, but yeah. at the same time, it's like it's like they were we were all stupid fifteen year olds. Everyone acts like they've never made a mistake. It's like shut the fuck no, up. Yeah. yeah, people make dumb mistakes when they're younger, and you're going it's to. Bad when you double it. down on it. That's when, the, yeah, when you that's dump, the... when you're like yeah, when yeah. you get exposed like, for like yeah, yeah, I was. When you dumb. learn, you learn. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, when those gets exposed, and then the person who did it like doubles down or yeah, uh, gets like really butthurt about it and basically the the situation. that's the only yeah. time it's bad like every year like i said when players get drafted into professional sports people go oh, through yeah. their Twitter, find all the bad things that they've ever said and post them and it's funny and everyone laughs about it for a couple days but no one makes a big deal about it so like yeah, like mitchell kissing titties trubisky i was gonna say that i was gonna mention that i was like who is that guy oh yeah mitch trubisky yeah, yeah. um there and was then, like, like uh yeah laramie tunsil had like the gas I was gonna mask mention him or too, whatever yeah. uh he actually okay, recently so turned that into a mask, good thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made an the nft thing happened the gas like, mask thing though charity. happened while he was in season or yeah, yeah. yeah. It I was thought it was like right before the draft. Before he played, I no, 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 it, it, was, was, it was right before the oh, draft because he right. he, yeah, yeah, was, he like really slid after that. You're right. It was before the draft. Yeah, because he was projected to be like a very very high pick, yeah. and then he went like eleventh or thirteenth or something. Like I cannot that. imagine being so petty as to be like, oh yeah, I got this gas mask video. I'm gonna wait until right before the draft to fuck over his life a little bit, <laughs> which it didn't work because he's a very high paid tackle. I believe he's on the Dolphins now. I mean, he was still, away, but... it was still yeah, he got a pretty big contract things. a while back, but yeah. How the sports world works, where it's like, if you're good at the sport and you didn't do anything that's, like, actually bad, then you'll play, right? Yeah, you'll play. Uh, he's well, like, even, even if you, even if you do something actually bad, bad, you'll still play. <laughs> you'll still play, <laughs> like, if you're good like, enough. Yeah, it, well, it's exactly. If you're good enough and you didn't, like, do yeah, criminal yeah. offenses... As like, long as you get... didn't murder someone, you were probably... <laughs> Even if you didn't yeah. murder sometimes, someone, if you don't get caught... It's, it's all right. At least, at least one time. <laughs> this one. There's, like, a saying. I forgot the saying, but it's, like... It's, like, um, it's like skill uh, gives forgiveness or something like that. It's, like, it's like if you're good at... I mean, it's, like, what you said. It's, like, there's just... A, elegant saying for it but it's like if you're good enough like people will start excusing like what you do yeah. i mean because I mean, yeah. you can do something for them right as a business merits, so. right like the more merits you have the more you can afford to have demerits and Ooh, true 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 yeah. that's good that's good but i guess like back to the expose yeah, like no more, no the exposing the things but i mean i don't let he who hasn't sinned throw the first stone and so no one can throw stones because we were all stupid at one point mm-hmm so, because we haven't talked about him in like ten minutes or so, fantasy anime. Right. Uh, how did there we? Get isn't... Here? <laughs> this is how this is how podcasts work. You just uh, you end up places. But um, no, there was something I wanted to say. I don't know how long we're planning on going, but um, there was something I wanted to say in terms of like if there's any cool concepts you think that because uh, there's one I have in mind that. Uh, there could be in the future for fantasy in particular 
And for me, uh, was it Black Mirror? I think there was a Netflix show that it wasn't entirely, I don't believe, from second person, but it was like you were able to make choices that affected how the story would progress. Yeah, like I think it was. I think it was Black Mirror. Not that it was, it was a Black Mirror episode. And I think uh, I think <laughs> we didn't get to make decisions. I think, I think fantasy, especially especially fantasy isekai, when it gets to the point that uh, if it ever gets to the point where animators feel comfortable making some something like that, I think it would be like a choose your own fun. adventure. Yeah, mm. exactly. that's basically the In Diamond Pearl movies, format. kind of. It's yeah, different, but I think the Diamond Pro movies are kind of like them, you know, dipping their toes in the water to see, you know, is there interest in this, and also like how how, how stupid are make... people? Very yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. Uh, obviously, there's like a fuck ton of extra production costs and efforts that need to go into making something like that. Uh, That'd be a dangerous experiment, basically. That that's like yes, the, probably the biggest barrier to something like that. But could you imagine, you know, in the example of like ReZero, right? Because ReZero has all these times when he fucks up and like gets information. Could you imagine having a story similar to that, where it's like uh, you're having to make choices, and then if you make the wrong choice, you know, uh oh, you you're die? getting killed. Yeah, I guess or, and, like, it's like a, a video game with extra steps, or like. It is. It, at the end of the day, the, the real answer to this idea is just why not just make a game? And that's probably the reason it will never happen, but it's, you know, interesting. Yeah, I think uh, one concept, I guess we talked about it already, was like the real world and the, uh, the fantasy world and stuff like that, how like your actions in one effect is the thing to the other. Um, I think that'd be that that'd be really cool. I think there's that's gotta like be, uh, I love that. There's got to be an example stuff. of this. Yeah, I, I can't like think. I, I feel like, like I've, well, I have well, like vague ideas floating in my head, but I just cannot connect like the names to. It. But I'm like hundred percent. I've like re- at least read something that's like similar. Well, also because what I'm thinking in my head is the idea of like you have the real world and you have the alternate world, and they're separate, right? Um. I guess I'm just I'm probably just thinking of North mythology when I think of this idea, more or less. But basically, the idea that like you're doing stuff in both of these worlds in the context of a fantasy show, and then ultimately in the climax, both of the worlds kind of collide. Um, in the sense of like, uh, you know, the fantasy whatever creatures or whatever. And or oh, magic sure, yeah. showing up and stuff like that in the real world, and they essentially kind of fuse to become a single world. Fuse to okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Which uh, is uh definitely something that's been done. I'm sure. I just can't think of anything. Uh, I don't know about the fusing part, but I mean, like the fantasy versus like the real world thing has been done. Um, it's like I'm trying to think of. Uh, I know I've seen this before, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I'll probably remember it at two a.m in the morning yeah in the, or the in morning. the shower yeah I, I, I yeah exactly yeah. but it's just like i do think that with that idea you're saying i think the coolest thing with that is when one both worlds are important but then also two both worlds end up directly affecting each other in some mm-hmm. way yeah 
Um, it's kind of hard to have like it, it like both ways. I don't know. I mean, it's, po- I mean, it it's possible. I'm not. I'm not a writer. I feel like one affecting the other is probably more realistic to write. Maybe good enough writing anything is possible. Sure. Okay, that is true. That is true. I will not deny that. That so, being uh, said, I don't know if anyone is has no, good nobody's good. writing. Nobody's interested that wanted to do it exactly. Uh, writing do be difficult. I guess the Mega Man Star Force games had something similar happen. Mega Man yeah. Star Force. That might. That's like such a random thing to bring up. Oh, where one one will affect the other. Yeah. So in Mega Man, um, it depends on which Mega Man games, obviously. But in the Battle yeah. Network and Star Force games, so there's the real world, and then there's like the. Uh, I bet Digimon does this at some point too on that subject. But there's the real world, and then there's the like. Technolo- technology, internet world, and all of that type that's, of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's kind of the concept of Digimon a little bit, but yeah. Well, I mean in Mega Man, but Digimon's the same. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Uh, yeah and so, like, those are two prime examples, because I'm sure Digimon has had an arc, or some something that related to this, of, like, this idea that there's these two separate worlds, and you have the characters that are directly affecting both worlds, and then at some point something happens and like the viruses from Mega Man are, you know, out and about in the real world and fucking shit up. I know that that happened in the Star Force games. Cool. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one Words. kind of a kind of a side note. But no, uh, the concept is fun. Yeah. Of having the two separate worlds and having them both be important. Yeah. I'm cheating a little bit, but like the thing about like time travel and butterfly effect. I was thinking about it. If you played the game Chrono Trigger, I don't know if you ever played that game. It's like a very old game. Well, not very old, but you know, I'm showing my boomerness a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the, the whole like concept of the world, the game, or like a lot of the interactions in that in that game are predicated on you like doing something. You have a you have the ability to travel in time in like the same world. So you have like the prehistoric era, um, like the Middle Ages, the uh, the current time, and like the future, right? So, like, um, a lot of the stuff in that game is, like, predicated on you, like, doing something in the past and then, like, going to that same location in the future using your time travel machine. And, you know, obviously it's cheating because it's like, oh, that's the butterfly effect forehead, you know? Like, that's very obvious. But, like, that was one that I was just, like, thinking of in my head. That would be, like, uh, time travel, again, is cheating. But, like, that's kind of, like, the, the thing I was thinking about where it's, like, you can do certain actions in that game that, allow you to get like certain items and stuff just based on um, doing things in a previous or future world and getting mm-hmm. items from different eras and stuff like that. Um, but that's one of the kind of concepts that I was uh, thinking about. Um, I think the portal thing is also like, you know, I said that there's not that many examples in anime, but that would be cool where it's like not not just, not necessarily effect, one world affecting the other, but like you spend ex- extended periods of time in either world um and then you like characters take what they learn or whatever from one world and transfer it to the next or something yeah yeah it's interesting yeah i'm trying to think and of i other, think i think us having all these explored, conversations yeah. is just a good example of why the fantasy genre is so fraud because it, so I mean, it is, it is, it truly is. Things <laughs> that either exist or could exist or we just haven't found them yeah most likely the last one but uh and then there's the examples of things that obviously do exist and exist a lot obviously there's 
t- hundreds of isekai fantasies that all delve into magic, but it's slightly different magic in all of them. And sometimes mean, it's really fun. I feel like there's always like a base like isekai magic formula for the most part. Mm-hmm. And not every one f- single one follows it. But I feel like uh like what's in ReZero where you have like the the ReZero like kind of goes away from like the typical but it still has those elements of like the the wind, the earth, fire, water, light, mm. dark, or whatever, and that's like what a lot of different ones have. Rezero fucks with it a little bit because fucking puck uses ice magic, but he's the fucking great spirit of fire, so it's like <laughs> it's like more temperature temperature control or whatever. But yeah, like a lot, I feel like a lot of them follow like the the six element goofy yeah. uh, magic system. And a lot of them I think play pretty soft I think it's with it. Fun even when they're the same, when they uh, they take the time to establish uh, how it works. So I don't know. I've been reading the light novels to Magi Rebo lately, which is seasonal airing this season that we've talked about a few times. Yeah, I probably have talked about this to some degree already, but it's been I did I, last last week. Now that I think about it, but uh, it spends a large chapter explaining how the magic in their world works and everything. And it's not that anything that they say is groundbreaking or anything, you know, like that. It's just sometimes fun when they say, like, yeah, we have magic just like everyone else. But do you want to know, like, how it is that humans could use magic here? Yeah. And it's always, like, a fun thing to me. I think it's definitely, like, a lot of, uh, in this one, like, kind of, uh, fantasy stories I've heard I think it's like I don't know if there's a statistic or something but some people just get interested in fantasy stories where there, there's this because it's like an interesting like character dynamic I get, well not dynamic it's an interesting character point to have where they're in this world full of magic and shit but they, they don't have that and so they have to find their way around it and obviously we're at the point where the character has already found their way around it rather than trying to fumble around with it it's definitely more of like a character type of story than uh, like trying to figure out the world. Well, I guess they they kind yeah. of are, but the the world is already partially figured out by them. Mm, and so we're yeah. not really starting from zero or anything. Um, it's hard to because in a lot of those, uh, a lot of those, you either have a character who can use the magic too well, or a character who can't use it at all and has to find the way around it because. As much as I want to say it would be fun to have a character who's just born average, that's not interesting narratively. Um, at least in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think the, uh, the process of discovering the world and stuff like that and finding stuff, I don't know, I just personally find that like amazing. Like, all, yeah. like every single time. And it's like something you kind of lose, like, especially with all these fucking overpowered, like, whatever's uh, main characters and stuff. Uh, which is something I think Mishoku Tensei does a little interestingly because, like, you think the main character is going to be overpowered. Like, he's definitely like a prodigy or whatever. He's like, yeah. But, but, like, at the the very start, he, like, teaches someone else to do something that, like, only he could do. And he's like, oh, I must be the goat. And then they start doing it. He's like, fuck. I'm not, I'm, I'm not him. And then. Yeah, he's like, uh, he feels to me, like, realistically overpowered. Yeah, he's like not. He's he, not. Oh, he's not OP, but he's very good. But he hits a wall, which I think is the like an interesting like. like he's he progresses very quickly, but then he like he hits a, a limit, in which he'll probably surpass at some point by like, 
because uh, his whole like thing was like he yeah. wants to go to this magic school or whatever. I'm sure whenever the current bullshit's done, then he might go do that or whatever. And I'm sure when all is said and done, he will be you know the god of the world or whatever, like he's supposed to be. But it is true that he's not like uh, he's not OP at the, the start or whatever. At least, guy. yeah, he's not like the classic Isekai protagonist who comes in and the second that they have been revived into this world, they're the strongest or at least in the top five strongest in the universe he's more of like he is pretty strong for his age and yeah, like the but general he, age he has been above him, consistently but... humbled or whatever mm-hmm. and even when you think he gets more bro- like with in part two he gets a little something that i thought was like kind of goofy but they don't immediately make it overpowered or anything because he gets his ass beat while trying to use it mm-hmm. uh by someone who then gets their ass beat later on by someone like, you know, there, there's extremely powerful people in that you, we obviously know he's not even fucking near their level yet, even if he's good at what he does. But speaking in at good at what we do, that's the podcast, and we're usually good at what we do, except for last week where we had some problems because the file size, and I recorded the, well, OBS the fucking o- as big as OBS, it fucking like reset my whatever, and so it was a... Uh, Instead of an MP4 file, it's an MKV file, which Adobe Premiere was like, uh, we're not going to accept this. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. fuck. I had to find... Wasn't last, wasn't last week also the one where we recorded like five minutes in? And uh, uh, No. It was a previous one. It was a different one. I think that was 36. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty... uh, there but... was definitely one we started for like five minutes, and then we just happened to say something. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. It was like, oh, yeah. I should check our yeah. audio. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like kind of clicking around or whatever, and I'm like, I just click on it, I'm like, and I, I see Yearl's like things lighting up, but I look down at the audio mixer and nothing's coming out of the output. And I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> at least we're only five minutes in. But, uh, but yeah, uh, the problem should be fixed now. I would hope, uh, <laughs> unless OBS reset my settings again, in which case, fuck me, we're gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I really don't want to deal with that. But, uh, yeah, it was like MKV or whatever, and I had to go to some website that like. I found some really based websites like, yeah, you know what? You can convert whatever fucking size file you want for free. And I'm like, let's go slap that shit to MP4. But then other problems started occurring because uh, I had overwritten my like the project or whatever that I use for the podcast with something else because I forgot to change the the name of one of my like video projects. So I overwrote that. And then when I tried to redo some stuff, it's like, you know what? fuck you we're not exporting this video and so i just had to upload the fucking mkv to youtube and i'm like well grand but that's not gonna happen this week i hope uh hopefully not hopefully Hopefully things are kind of i mean if they're hearing this it probably didn't happen that's well if if they're hearing this i uploaded the 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 file (laughs) raw again which i guess i could always do but then we don't get the goofy little intro which we didn't have last week because (laughs) of all the bullshit that was happening we don't get the door I could just upload these raw every week, and it probably wouldn't mean too much. But uh, we we are unprofessional here, but we we have standards. We do, and those standards are something you should subscribe to and like the video because is the order of anime podcast on YouTube is the only one you're ever going to find by that name. So you, yeah, we're pretty easy audio only. You can go to our anchor link in the YouTube description. Uh, and it will lead to our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And our standard is typically to upload at Saturday at 3 p.m. EST. I've never missed a Saturday. Um, 
typically don't miss the 3 p.m. unless bad things happen, which bad things did happen, but uh, it won't happen this time, hopefully. Uh, but thank you and goodbye.